up, buddy? What's up, dude? How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Excited? I am. I'm excited. I'm excited, bro. Excited? Crazy good talks. This is what you do. This is what I do. Let me just preface this to everybody. We're here again. Another crazy good talk. Um, I'm here with the guy, Chris Corbett. You are all in my shot. I'm all in your shot. <laughs> <laughs> I got no. We're good. I'm going to move a little over. Let me know when I interrupt that space. But, um, but yeah, so I'm here with the guy, Chris Corbett. Um, introduce yourself a little bit to the people. Tell them, tell them a little bit about yourself. So my name's Chris, Chris Corbett. I've known Josh for, uh, what was it, 2000 and... I'm not good at dates. Yeah, maybe, it wasn't nine, 10 or 11. Maybe 11. 11, like 11, 11, 12, a couple years you are all the time. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically me in a nutshell is first and foremost, um, a husband and a father, right? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, the, to, to the, the, the depths of me, I'm, I'm, I'm a father and a husband. Um, it's what I take the most pride in mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's the most gratifying you know, because I worked really, really hard to have what I have and to actually have a family that, that I'm proud of is, uh, is very, very awesome. So. This is dope, man. Yeah, this guy, this guy right here, he trained me when I went into Honda the first time. <laughs> and um, I just remember him. The first time. The first, <laughs> the first time. Yeah, he did this a couple if, times. If you, <laughs> if you follow me, <laughs> you'll understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I still remember when you just, everybody was kind of like with their partners and everything, and you were just like, it's going a lot. And I didn't see you for like an hour, two hours, mm-hmm. like, just like, just roamed a lot. And like I said, I always respected that because it taught me like, one, to fend for yourself, and then two, just like to walk the lot like that. That right there taught me so much. So I always had so much respect for you. Yeah, man. Definitely appreciate you, bro. I was trying to ring you out, too. I, was I, like, know, I know. I was like, so, I know. I want to sell cars. You know, yeah, I know. You sold Rosetta Stone. I was like, God, they learned yeah. a lot. I'm like, well, what do I do on the lot? Look at the window stickers, mm-hmm. open the cars up, know what your inventory yeah. is. And I start spitting out all this stuff yeah. to you. And you came back and you were like, so we've got this car. It has this any miles. Yeah. And it's blue. It's standard. It, and I was like... Oh, all right, Bro, my hands are right it here. It lit, a, it lit a flame, like it lit a flame. Cause I, I strive under competition. So it's just like, okay, you don't see me, okay. Yeah, you can see me. Like yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. you can see me. Like that's what it did to me. Like that's what it did for me. So, like I said, I always appreciated that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about don't. <laughs> oh, let's talk about um, let's talk about life. Life, man. Um, life. For me, well, who, who, my life? Your, your life. life. Let's talk about your life. All right. Um, what's happy for you? What's happy? Mm-hmm. Like currently? No, like what makes you happy? Like what's like, what's a happy life to you? Being able to provide. Provide and make sure that my daughter will grow up and not ever have to worry about anything. Um, when I was younger, it was really dysfunctional mm-hmm. and, you know, I was homeless a bunch of times. I was abused as a child, um, even molested when I was really, really young. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, to be honest with you, it's tough 
like it, it, it's still there's like that darkness in me and and, and it, it it's uh, some of it is I'm ashamed of it mm -hmm. but I know that it's not who I am and and to to actually have what I have now and be so proud of what I have it makes everything that I went through being abused molested homeless you know told that you know I pretty much was dumb drop out of high school when I was in high school mm -hmm. um, my friends parents wouldn't didn't want me around their kids because I had no guidance you know I was that kid that ran amok no no everybody's parents they're like that's the bad kid I yeah, was the yeah, bad yeah. kid I was a bad kid and I was a bad kid because I had nobody so what happiness is for me is is that I'm able to provide for, <laughs> for that one over there for that one over there it's okay baby bug and make sure that, that none of that stuff will ever happen and and we're gonna have a really good life and I'm able to do that like I'm able to do that for my family mm -hmm. you know how do you let me ask you this because I never knew that right this is the first time I'm hearing this right. um, how do you think that helped you in a sense of like do you find that like as a source of like motivation because like even when you say like even the dark parts of it, it's like this parts of like for me, I feel like I'm a such I don't care person. Yeah. Because I never really got attention in the beginning. Right. Right. So I learned to not set expectations, but I'm super grateful for that because right. it's just right. like people are super rely like rely on others for that. But I feel like it made me and built me into a new machine right. versus like. Good. I, yeah, like I, I can kind of do what I want. Like, yeah. this is like I don't expect anything from anybody else. So, like, how is that like motivated? Has it motivated you in different ways, or like how how do you use that as a plus? I guess, or do you at all? Like, I don't know. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So <laughs> for me, I was never gonna be like them. I wasn't going to be like my mm, father. Mm. I wasn't going to lie. I wasn't going to cheat. I wasn't going to steal. Now, did I do all that mm -hmm. stuff? Yes. Yep. I did. 100% I did. Um, I honestly did not grow up until I was like 31 years old. Mm. You know, through my 20s, I partied. I did, I, you know, I, I did a lot of drugs and I'm not proud of it. And I've always said this and you know, this is something I always say like, yo, uh, yeah. I'm not proud of the things that I've done but I own what I've done. Correct. Right? So, Correct. you know, if I didn't drink and do the drugs and, and just not really care and focus on myself, let myself get to 364 pounds and not mm. care about myself, if I didn't go through all of that, and it's, it, you know, it's all hindsight because you, like, look back at it and you're like, fuck, I just came from so far. Yeah, yeah. And I'm only 37. Yeah. And I've gone through, you know, I've gone through all this. So like, you know, the thing about it is, is like, oh, I remember crying, dude, as a kid, right? Crying as a kid in a car, okay? Crying as a kid in the car. I just want to have a normal life. I want to have a normal life. I want to have a normal life. How can I get a normal life? I would pray. I'm not even religious, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? That's funny yeah. how everybody finds God when they need somebody, <laughs> right? So I remember crying in the car and just, it was like February or whatever. And I met, my dad said to me, he was like, the only, look, Chris, we're, you know, this is bad. You know, we're going to get out of it, but just remember one thing. We're at the bottom. There's only one way you can go. That's up. Hmm. I was like 14. Yeah, yeah. That stuck with me my whole life. My dad was like 
I love him. My dad was my dad. I love him. Uh-huh. He's great. Just not a really good dad, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but the weak aspects of ourselves that are like that, though, like right? It's just right. like a great person, but just, just sucked at that part. That's like, it. That's, that's it. it. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, great dude. You know, give the shirt off his back, but he was his own worst enemy. You mm-hmm. know, he's always lying, and he didn't really care about anything. He never followed anything through. And I mean, you know me. Right, you mm-hmm. know how determined I am, Correct. and it's because of all that stuff that I went through that I'm, you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get through it, and it's because of I watched him fail so many times that I know that it's okay to fail, but not give up. And I watched my dad give up. Correct. Right, and when you when you when you see somebody give up and you see that, and you can tell them, man, I just want you to come through. Like you could do this. You're good. You're good. I'm yeah. the biggest chiller. You man, it don't matter. That's, and I think that's why I think that's why I w- wanted you to answer that because it's just like I feel like people don't realize your worst of times was actually your blessing, it was right? 100%. Like it's just like that was your motivation. Like people would be like, "Oh, I wish I was motivated like him." No, you don't. Mm-mm. No, you don't. Because Mm-mm. behind that motivation is something you do not know. And I'll tell you this, really, in in all honesty. One of the things that, that was, whenever I got in, put into a bad spot, I always said, somebody else has got it way worse. Mm-hmm. Someone's got it way worse. Man, at least I can sleep in a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's February, bro. It's cold. At least yeah, I'm yeah, in a car. Yeah. You know? It's, so It's true. Perspective, that, man. Perspective. I think I was reading... Um, Man's Search for Meaning, Victor E. Frankel. You be reading Mike crazy I'm trying, now. bro. Trying. But like reading his story, I guess he was like a psychiatrist and he was like in the uh, the Nazis. He was in the concentration mm-hmm. camp. And re- just reading that whole thing, like it just gave me perspective. I'm like, what am I battling with in life right now? Like, what am I actually complaining What's about? What's turmoil? What's got you all up in turmoil? Like perspective like it's relative to what like what are you crying about like it's crazy like perspective is is very important man i think it's very 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 important um what mm, you kind of touched on you said like at 30 31 you kind of like after my dad died okay so you know this is another crazy thing that, that resonated with me, like big time, made me, it turned me into a man. I, like I grew up, turned into a man at 30, like 30. My dad died in 2010. Um, he died like two days before his birthday, 65th birthday, died pancreatic cancer. And dude left 10 bucks in his wallet. That's all he had. He was living with me. And, you know, he was like, addi- he had pancreatic cancer. He was addicted to painkillers. He didn't do any treatment. He continued to smoke. Like he just like that. That's how my man lived. Like yeah, that, yeah. you know, he just he was going out and he, he was, was going, going out the way he wanted. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, um, when when he died, I got his stuff and I was going through it and I have his wallet upstairs and I always have his wallet. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that ten dollars, but there was ten bucks in his wallet and I was like. This is what he left. This is it. He didn't have a car. He didn't have a house. That's crazy. Yeah. I have some of his clothes and some of his stuff, you know what I'm saying, downstairs, mm-hmm. but he didn't have anything. And there was nobody was there. Yeah. I don't want to be that. I don't want to end up like that. Like, 
what do I do? You know, we cried. My, my sister, my family mourned a little bit, but there was nobody else. Yeah. There wasn't really anybody else. So, you know, and that's a life of burning bridges and, and you know, not living right. And being, he was a very solitude person. Mm-hmm. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, he liked to go in the woods and do all that kind of stuff and fish. He was outdoorsy. But um, I just knew at that point I was changing. And it happened slowly but surely. I started taking my job serious, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. You know, started coaching me yeah, about being yeah. a manager and grooming me for a manager and yeah. doing all that. And, and literally went from making $40,000, $45,000 a year, doubled it. Yeah. The next year, doubled it. Then boom, got the manager's job. And just like, st- I, then I started losing weight and I lost 80 pounds in three months. And then I started lifting and, and getting confidence in myself. And and it turned into this person that I am now. And it's a completely different person from 2010, and, 2011. Like you don't know that. I don't even know that person. Yeah. I see videos or pictures and I'm just like, it, it, it is crazy because it's like I, I seen part of the switch. Like yeah. I remember leaving, but then I, I like I we still kind of stayed in contact Facebook, yeah. and like I seen the the switch, and like you guys don't know this guy's the one that's got me on like motivational <laughs> like thing. I listen to that stuff every morning now. Like this guy would come into work, and this guy's just like uh-huh. playing Les yeah. Brown or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just like he's always and he's always said he just sent me a four hour one yeah and text the other day like he's the one that kind of got me onto that shifting the mindset and everything yeah, it's man. just like it's dope to see growth and see how far like you've been able to come and, it, and it's funny like you said looking back at that person that you were and like being like i don't even understand that's why it's like even at times with people with me like i don't I share a lot in the music, but like as like face to face, I don't really talk about it. But like I laugh when people are like, "Why are you so like calm, or why are you so like just under the?" You've seen too much, like you yeah. know, like you know the other side of it, and it's just like yep. nothing to talk about. We're, like it's just like we're good. When you, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's so true. Like it's just like you. You're just grateful for where you are, bro. Like I'm, like I said, with me, it's just like I'm grateful where where I'm at. Like understanding, but then still understanding. Like, don't screw up now. Like, but that's the crazy thing. Like with you, you know, here come this this skinny little kid, <laughs> do 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 do, come in. You know, he's gonna sell some cars, and he took it serious a little bit, but not crazy. Mm-hmm. He still messed around. He still chill. I mean, he would sit up with the bed. <laughs> Oh, long on right here. I mean, yeah. I got a picture on my phone. I was sitting by the thing, waiting. I got a picture. You would never, ever. This is the crazy thing. Like, I'll look right here. <laughs> this is the crazy thing. A camera on him? <laughs> no, you couldn't take pictures of this dude. He would just wouldn't let you do it. I mean, I was able to sneak him. I'd have to be all the way at the other end of the, the, the dealership and zoom in. I love it. And get him. And now this kid lives in front of a camera, which is amazing. The contradiction of it. The, the, but the, man, you're, every, here's the thing. And then this is, I wanted to talk about this because I think that you'll get this, you know, more than anybody. You're living your dream, right? Mm-hmm. And you said this, mm-hmm. you said this. And here's like, I'm living mine. You Correct. know what I mean? Yeah. And the, a lot of people have this mis- conception of what a dream is because dreams are Ferraris and Lamborghinis yes. and million dollar homes and yachts but 
They're not, man. They're, they're, they're a lot more than that. They're a swing on a birch tree in the front yard that you're going to make memories on and look back and say, I remember swinging my daughter in the sun under this tree. And that's the whole reason why we bought this house was because of that tree. Like, I, I fell in love with that, that yeah, tree. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I could see. When we, moved, when we pulled up, I knew my, I was going to have a swing on that tree and I was gonna, that we were going to swing our child there. And, and that dream came true. Correct. So, and look, I went from cleaning cars to selling cars to managing a desk to now doing finance. And finance is a dream for me when mm -hmm. I started selling cars mm -hmm. because I ain't the brightest of everybody. Of everybody. <laughs> I, I didn't graduate high school. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so no, yeah. my numbers, you know, I wasn't that great at math, but I'm really good at speaking to people. So I'm able to manipulate it into my favor. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally, and, and that's the thing. I feel like people don't, that's why I'm super big on defining your dream. Like forget about- Tune it in. Forget about if, forget about what everybody else says you should want. Right. Right? Like what do you want? It's a like, tough question. It is. It is. And it's like, and it, it doesn't, you, you don't answer that in a day. You don't answer that in a week. It's months and months of like, oh, I thought I wanted that, but then turn into that. So I really wanted that. Like, it's like you have to discover that. And I feel like I'm on a constant journey of that. But then when you start to realize it's like, wow, like I really only wanted the simpler things this is what I was looking for. Like I didn't need that or whatever no. this flashy, like it wasn't, it's a difference between doing it for the sake of doing it and mm -hmm. like doing it because you really wanted to do it like so look how how gratifying is it when you get something that you like really wanted like this is a trick question <laughs> you needed to have like you know, if i have that everything will be like good you know what i mean like if i get that and i this happened with you and you threw a fit because you didn't get it what was that remember what with, with the car do a Fit. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh no, yeah! <laughs> and like so, like when you don't get stuff, you, was it? Was it? So really, what? You not getting the car was the end of the world. Nah, it was pissed you off. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do get stuff that you that you you think you really really need, like. You know what's the stupid things that I, I get shoes? I'm gonna buy some dumb shoes. And I'm like, oh, I want them, I want them, I want them, I want them. I get it. And I'm like, all right. I'm it's because it's always something else. All right. That's what I finally realized. Like, I finally got to the point and realized that I was talking to one of my uh, guys the other day. I was telling him, I'm like, it's never going to stop for me. Mm -mm. It'll, I will forever be wanting to be better, to grow, to get better, to such and such. It's not about, like, it's literally not about the money in a sense of, like, even if I have to keep having to climb that. It's just so I can do more. That's it. I realize like it don't like my success. My is growth. That's it. If I stop growing, I feel like that's what it is, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Success is growth, and su success is understanding like that you're bettering yourself from and learning from what you're going through in your life. And success is having some money, correct? And having that cushion, and you know the cars or whatever you want. If you can afford to have all that stuff, sure, that's great. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, but you don't have to have a Ferrari. You don't have to have a Lamborghini. If you're good, then you're good. You know, but I think a lot of people have that, that misconception of what a dream is 
and and them achieving their dreams and just these normal n- normal guys. We're normal guys, right? Yeah. We're just normal guys doing yeah. doing stuff. But um, so many people are like Gary V. Yeah. And Gary V is probably one of the realest down to earth people that like you can listen to because he's just like go after it. You there's no reason why you shouldn't go after yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got the there's those other guys that you see that you know I'm here and I'm in this <laughs> million dollars. <laughs> and you got the big pool behind him hey and guys, stuff yeah, like that's, that. That's my house. Right? <clears throat> Which yeah. means nothing because that's yours. That's but this kid here who's like got nothing. He's watching that video. He's like, well, I need to have that, and it's great to have that. But that's at the top of the stairs. Correct. Work on that first step first. Correct. And then work on the second one. And if you stumble on that third one, regather yourself, plant your feet on number two, and go to number three again. But people just want to. And understand, like, and we're going to wrap on this thought. It's like I, the, the biggest reason why I learned that, high school. I always say when I graduated high school, it was the worst day of my life. Because I realized I did everything for a piece of paper. Yep. And I was like, the first thing that came to my head is like, damn, I wish I was with my boys, though. The journey. That's all. I only cared about the journey. I didn't care about the result. Like, this yep. thing that I thought I was working uh, for the whole time, I only cared about how I got it. I didn't care about the fact that I had it anymore. It was just like, what's next? Now I have mm-hmm. to go get something else. Yeah. So it's just it. like, yeah. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like the journey. That's how I always harp on like the journey is way more important than the actual it destination. It Who is, you become man. in the process. You don't want to lose yourself because once you get it, now you got to navigate from that. Right? Like, you and know what I mean? Work on that person now who you are mm-hmm. and just develop that person. And you're gonna go through a roller coaster, man. It's you're gonna have ups and downs and dips and valleys, and you know you're not gonna be the best person all the time. Correct. You're gonna say some dumb shit. Yeah. Sorry, edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping that. <laughs> you're gonna say some stuff that you were like, damn, I did that. Especially with social media, man. Like, if you don't think about what you're about to post, and a lot of people don't, that's on there. Yeah, you could delete it, but people saw it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I'm proud of you, bro. No, bro. I'm proud. Like I said, you don't know how much of an inspiration you are to me, and I will forever respect you. Like I said, you taught me how to fish. Like, you yeah. taught me how to. So, I, like, I'm always indebted to you. I tell you that all the time. So, it's just like, it's one more. Th- Lisa! <laughs> Lisa! 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 <laughs> I was trying to get her on here. Damn. I, I get, get her. her voice. You want me to get her? Yeah. Hold on. Babe, Lisa, just say hi. It's not a test. Are you on her down here? No, she's just, I just want her voice on this because you didn't want her on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go ahead, say something. Say something. Why? She's in the back. Who are you? Who am I? Yeah, who are you? Lisa. What do you do? She's the inspiration behind the rhino. Behind the rhino. All right, guys. So <laughs> we'll wrap up on that. Another crazy good talks with with the guy Corbett. Appreciate you, bro. No, dude, I appreciate you. Just drop my phone. Thank you. Need you need a new. Me he needs a new one, anyways. <laughs> I won't. Guys, I'm a cheapskate. I'm a cheapskate. <laughs>